Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Token Games Podcast. I'm your host and sometimes referee, Zach Stat Pearson. And side note, this may be the last year that I use that because I'm going to come up with something different potentially. Not sure, but I'll debut it new year, next year. And today I'm joined by the officer who guards the seven realms and nine kingdoms. I don't know how there's nine kingdoms and seven realms because I didn't get that far. A one officer, 9,000 plus one. It's some weird quantum shit. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, quantum shit. And of course, you know him. You love his disturbing laugh, which apparently brings all the boys to the yard. A one tono of House James. <laughs> it's not in the yard. <laughs> you All right, let's get into those topics. Topic one. Twitch is now planning to add offline offenses to their banning guidelines, such as, but not limited to, being in or being in a or a leader of a hate group, including terrorists and criminal records as well. Is this a genuine attempt at fixing their track record or preferential treatment since being ranked streamers can be removed? <clears throat> Excuse me. Ah, something on my throat. Is this a genuine attempt at fixing their track record of preferential treatment since being ranked streamers can now be removed? Or a BS claim trying to make people forget they foster softcore sensual streaming culture? Or something else? Like we all don't know the answer to that. Topic two. Card and board games always have a direct cost, time, money, and paper. Do you think it may be a better idea, if not more financially responsible with higher return, if they exclusively made their games digital? Or should there always be a box game with potential to lose parts or fall out of production? Topic three. Are cell phones going to erase handheld video game devices? By which I mean, do you think that one day we may get get to a point where manufacturing portable game systems may in fact just turn into manufacturing gaming phones? since the rate at which they catch up to traditional portables has always been leaning in their favor. Or am I worrying a tad too much? Topic four. It's been damn near three year old rumor that Black Widow will not be erased, but replaced. Do you think this is true? Why or why not? And to add clarity on that, I mean that she's not dying like Iron Man did, so to speak. She's actually just going to have a replacement who's also going to take her title. Because Scarlett Johansson's contract is not being renewed, but they have not stated that the character is dead. Just so we're clear. Now, whilst I go check on my pot of fresh corn and diced up chicken with macaroni packets, macaroni and cheese packets in it, but no macaroni, uh, officer, you go first. All right. So for topic one, honestly, I think it might be kind of a mix where they're doing it yeah for some pr stuff but i think probably some people realize oh we actually do need to enforce some of this stuff if we want to stay around we should probably actually do that but for the most part it's i'd say like 60 70 percent just there for PM. All right. Now let's see. Topic two. Uh, with regard to card games, since I'm just gonna, I'm gonna split this between card games and board games because I have a different opinion on uh, one compared to the other. For card games, I'd honestly prefer it if they kept the actual, you know, physical medium there for you. Because, gotta be honest, when I play card games, it's something I prefer to do, you know, in person rather than uh, you know through some online medium or even just you know digitally uh, for you know various single player card games and the like 
So for the for card games, yeah, I prefer they stay physical. But for board games, that is something that I'm fully willing to go completely digital. Because honestly, for most board games, so long as you get a decent, you know, uh, something like I want to say on Steam, there's uh, it's called the Tabletop Simulator, and there's a bunch of various games you can get on there through various uh, things people put on the Steam Workshop. That you can just go load up Tabletop Simulator and hey, play the game. Or alternatively, you can do what I think it was Games Workshop did, and they took their uh, rather famous tabletop uh, game Talisman and did a full release of it on Steam with also releasing various little DLC packs that added additional uh, characters that you could play as and in some and in a few cases, additional uh, areas that you could go to on the board that were basically a, a little, hey, you add this onto the board if you're playing with this expansion kind of thing. And while it was, it, while it kind of felt like the, you know, microtransaction-laden bullshit that you'd see from AAA companies, it... The idea, the initial idea of it was not a bad one that, you know, they published it themselves because, you know, they want to actually make money on it. And I think anyone who tried to put up on Steam Workshop a uh, talisman for Tabletop Simulator are immediately hit with uh, cease and desist and Steam deletes it from the workshop since, you know, they're in this case, rightfully defending their uh, you know, copyright and all that. So, yeah, for digital game for board games, I'm fine with those going on into a digital form, be it through the tabletop simulator on Steam or even just releasing a digital version themselves or paying someone to make a digital game for them. Now, let's see here. Topic three. Cell phones replacing video game devices. Ooh, I honestly don't think we're going to get to that point because most of these video game companies... Yeah, sorry. Specifically, portable gaming systems, I'm thinking... I don't think we're going to actually get to that point because most of the companies that do that, which I think the only one still in the market for that is Nintendo, unless Sony decides to release another version of the another PlayStation portable console, but that seems likely how quickly they killed off the Vita. But I don't think Nintendo, at least, is going to go into making a it's someone, you know, a cell phone into their a, a replacement for one of their uh, portable consoles. Since, well, they want to make money off the console sales and Nintendo, well, actually, no, I take that back. Consoles are, you know, technically sold at a loss and they're mostly selling them so they can push their various first party games. I don't think Nintendo wants to let someone else go and have their uh, first party Nintendo games on something that isn't a Nintendo console. But maybe I'm crazy. So I don't I don't really see at the very least Nintendo doing that. Sony they might do something like that. Same with Microsoft. Hell, if anything, Microsoft is probably the most likely to do it since, well, they seem to be very willing to branch out into some interesting directions. Uh, but, yeah, let's see here. As for topic 
four. Let's see. Honestly, I'm thinking they're probably not going to make too much use of Black Widow past that movie that they're making right or I think they've already finished production of it or has it already come out? I kind of lost track of that and the whole well, shitstorm that has been the pandemic. It is not your fault. Okay, so first it was coming out like two Novembers ago because the movie was done. Then the pandemic hit. Then they pushed it back so the pandemic was over. Then they pushed it back so the pandemic was over. Then Disney Plus came out. Then they decided they was going to day and date that bitch. Then they decided to tell us they were going to push it back again. Then it's actually coming out now. Then they decided to let us know, oh, hey, you can watch on Disney Plus for more than the fucking ticket price of going to a theater. Oh, they're pulling the same shit they pulled with Mulan. Seriously? Well, I uh, guess I won't be bothering with that one since they're pulling that shit. I was actually sort of looking forward to that movie, too. Which is honestly really annoying. I shouldn't have to pay for a streaming service and then pay a extra premium that is, I think, more definitely more than paying a month's worth of the, uh, you know, price for the streaming service just to see one movie. No, no, fuck that, fuck that. I, but. Slight tangent aside, I don't think there's going to be, we're going to see much of Black Widow past that movie. Because, I mean, they killed off the character in Infinity War. Yo, spoilers, yada, yada, yada. But, uh, I actually, no, by this point, it's, we, we've, we've passed the point of, uh, the, Statute of Limitations on spoilers for uh, Infinity War Part 2. But for Black... Or no, Endgame. Yeah. You know what I meant. But honestly, I don't think we're going to see much more of her character. They're probably not going to bring her back, which is unfortunate. I don't like her character, but honestly, I don't think a lot of the people are going to the Marvel movies to see Black Widow. They're going to see, you know, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Panther, but not so much for Black Widow. But, well, I guess that's just how it goes sometimes, unfortunately. All right. Uh, I guess that's me. Uh, James up next. Or will you be going next, Zach? Well, may as well meet me. Mm. About topic one, guidelines. Well, that's that's their fault, really. <clears throat> For the most part. Oh, fucking hell. How I, how I put this. It's bad enough when people try to point out that I will take note as the girl streamers, you know, those, uh, the e-girls the e or whatever, whatever they call themselves. Majority of the time that these these people, these so-called fellows, and I wanted to, just want to say the S word, you know, you know what I mean? But I mean, it's just telling it's just telling everybody to the point that, hey, you can use that money to something else. Why are you just using that? All they're doing is pretty much just talking. But for like the hate group, well, just hate group is just mostly people being um, butthurt by just a few little few little words uh, that I can just say out here. Uh, terrorists or terrorism, I hardly see any in Twitch nowadays. As for criminals, not so much. 
but for the track track worker, on my on my point of view, because uh, I um because mostly Harley is just all from to- uh, just talk, sort of speak. No, nothing beyond like just a person playing a game or or two. But it's just majority is just talking. But I find I find all of this just really the higher ups is just like being a lit a wee bit too careful with just people trying to point out a few things to people that are not hardly doing anything with their content or try to be in the easy street about it. So topic two. Card and board games. I'm more of a card and board games uh, guy myself. For cards, um, I would like it to have to be physical because, you know, card games, stuff, stuff like just Blackjack and Uno and stuff, it's, it's majority well needed for, like, parties and trying to go I mean trying to go out to like a a retreat or a or a beach house, you know. Something to just be occupied with with the with your folks, your friends, et cetera, et cetera. And for board games, I'm I have to agree with Officer here because I would say Monopoly in most cases, you know, there's just so much stuff that just you had to put together the thing you had to put it right back up well then why not just have it on you know online basically or in uh, yeah basically online uh medium like he said for starters it just makes it easier you know just have you know people that just not near each other and just play i mean just play it right there you got your Discord. You got your um, just group parties with just uh, just doing the game itself. But for cards, like I said, yeah, it's one hundred percent physically needed. It just it just brings the group together. For financial responsibility for games and digital. How would I put this? <clears throat> well, we, we're already at the day of age of the games being digital. And sometimes those board games are used, it are most majority of the time being obsolete. <clears throat> at times, have you if we all be noticing. Like one time, I've been visiting uh, a few few of my friends' friends, yeah, a few of my friends' place, and sometimes like far away families. And I've been noticing some of the uh, board games are just not usually be touched a lot, or just all the pieces have been thrown around in the house and not cleaned up. So it's kind of like a big hassle. So topic three, I mean, well. Yeah, uh, topic three, cell phones being used for handheld video game devices and taking control. Well, I got something about that because mobile games, majority of the time for Korean games uh, as as such, are more, more likely being popular if that's how I've been noticing because some some games for mobile it looks like it deserves to be in a console or in a PC platform. But it's gotten to the point that you really have to you really need to get a a high-end phone or a gaming phone. Yeah, gaming phones are, are kind of a thing nowadays though. For starters, uh, consoles are really trying uh, trying to compete with handhelds, and Nintendo's case, Nintendo is really 
up to par with their with their consoles as well. And competing with PlayStation and uh, Xbox, uh, kind, uh, kind of uh, kind of people like that. So for that point, um, from from where my point across is, handhelds and mobile games are are oh sorry, got a brain fart. Are more highly are highly demand and highly play playable than just being at home. But now since this pandemic's here, consoles are likely to be. Um, shoot, consoles are being act or being. Oh man, my head. Sorry, guys, are being in their own favor against handhelds. Topic four, nearly three years. I hardly don't know. Um, I hardly don't see Black Widow as much because I've been so focused on the other four like the Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and those guys. But for a replacement for Black Widow, I don't know if a few people might be will notice or hardly seem to care. But for the erase, um, erase part, um, I erase and replace. Yeah, I don't honestly see or see anything that will affect me because I'm not so connected with Black Widow, to be honest. Yeah, I guess that uh, kind of feeds into my point earlier. Of- Unfortunately, how many people are going for movies to see, you know, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow? That movie's going to do well just because it's going to wash the taste out of Charlie's Angel and Mulan out of everyone's mouth and mind simultaneously. Also, good writing. Oh, yeah, I'm not doubting that it's going to be good, but... I just don't think a whole lot of people are going to see it since the way that they are presenting it to people and, you know, the whole uh, aforementioned, I don't think as many people are fans of Black Widow. Well, personally, I think it's going to do well because even if you don't give a shit about a character, the main concern is good writing. True. That's why Captain Marvel sucked. It, It didn't suck because Brie Larson had to play a stone cold face through 90% of the movie, it's because the fucking writing was shit. (laughs) And also, all of the fight sequences were lame. And very, very boring. That aside, here comes a new challenger. A guy by the name of a special kind of bread. A one right guy. Would you like to say hi, Rye Guy? All right, I'm going to have to figure out what happened to my push to talk button because uh, it was not working whatsoever there. Ouch. No, I, 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 I got him. Neat. What? What? What is my turn? What are we on? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying which one? There's four of them. Oh, that's right. You guys do that weird way. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. Okay. Going first to Twitch. Uh. I don't know. It, it could be uh one or the other. Honestly, on that one. Um. With, with a lot of businesses, you, you don't genuinely know. And, you know, Twitch, I don't know, for, for the most part, to me, they mostly seem to, like, try to, you know, do their thing and help people out. But at the same time, I've also seen them make some, like, really questionable and shitty decisions and ban folks who didn't deserve it. 
So, uh, and, and also keep people around who did deserve to get booted out. So, yeah. um, so it's one of those, I don't know, it could go uh, either way on that for me. Uh, as far as card, card and board games, I don't think those are going anywhere. Uh, I think there's too much vol uh, value for a lot of folks to have a card game they can just sit down, not, you know, need a poor source or, or a charged bag for folks and have... Uh, it's the same argument as there already is for, you know, comic books and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, I like to have the feel of a physical thing in between my hands and fingers and shit. So, um, I, I definitely, there's certainly a market and, and a, a good place for digital copies of card games. Uh, I've, I've streamed some of those myself, doing some stuff on uh, uh, Tabletop Simulator and stuff. You know, across hey, I guess the I'm nation. Not, guess I'm not well, the certainly. only one who. I guess I'm not the only one who does uh, tabletop simulator on Steam. Real good game. Oh hell yeah! Well, we should add each other sometime. We can uh, get you in the group. Uh, I I just recently uh, uh, was doing. A, I I actually got a whole. <laughs> I, I introduced uh, a group of folks I used to work with to uh, Super Fight on there, and now they've all bought the Super Fight expansions for it. So. It's it's a, a great time for sure. Um, as far as cell phones erasing uh, handheld video gaming devices, uh, no, uh, I, I don't know. It's could it happen? Sure, but and considering though, like how many years ago was it now that uh, they were predicting that uh, the iPhone and stuff like that was going to erase, you know, the, the DS and, you know, PSP and all that stuff and, and console gaming in general, like it was just going to disappear because of the mobile market. And yeah, how, how fucking accurate did that work out? No. <laughs> um, I think like, they're both going to like be around individually, I think, for a good while, partly because you're going to want, you know, different, you know, products for, for different things that you're playing. Like, you know, even like the Switch now, like it's nice to occasionally have, you know, some, some online play, but you don't want to always be on there. Sometimes you're going to be off network. And yeah, even mobile, there's some games that, you know, you don't need a connection per se for it. But so I guess I don't really know why I'm bringing up that particular point. <laughs> Whoops. But uh, I don't know. I, I definitely, for, for a lot of like regular, you know, like quote unquote true gaming experiences, quote unquote, uh, you're going to want buttons. You're going to want physical buttons uh, that are dedicated to, to doing certain things as opposed to uh, touching and swiping and, and praying that shit's going to work. Uh, so now, topic four. I'm not sure what you're talking about with this, that you won't be erased but replaced. Are you, are you saying that as opposed to leaving uh, Black Widow dead, that they're going to bring in a new Black Widow? Is that what you're talking about? I think that's what he's saying, yeah. Remember that conversation we had about you're smart, but then you don't seem to realize it sometimes? Sure. Does that answer my question? <laughs> Are you no, saying I'm not that sure I... if this is a cure for cancer that I just made by myself with home appliances, Zax, but tell you what, test this out for me and let me know if you actually are capable of getting cancer for the next 300 years. Oh, it also gives you 300-year lifespan. That's All an right, average sure. conversation with Ryan. He's smart, but he doesn't seem to realize it. Fantastic. So are you saying, though, that my what I posited there is what you're talking about? far as I can tell it is. Okay. All right. Uh, well, if that is the case, then um, it wouldn't be the first time um, for the movies, sure, but uh, there's been uh, plenty of precedent in the comics uh, oh, for yeah. different Black Widows uh, between uh, Yelena Belova, and then uh, there was, oh my God, I don't remember her name. Uh, it was, um, I want to say, and this is so long ago, I'm actually barely remembering it. I think there was like an Asian 
Black Widow that they introduced in Ultimate Avengers. Did uh, I mention that this other Black Widow's name is Yelena? I don't know. I wasn't here for that. The White Widow in the show, not the show, uh, the White Widow the in movie. the movie's name is yeah. Yelena. Yeah. Yeah, Yelena Belova. That's, uh, yeah. So that's one from the regular line. I'm also saying, though, that there was another one, uh, I believe an Asian one, that was in the Ultimate Comics line uh, after the events of uh, ult uh, the Ultimates and Ultimatum and everything. When they brought out Ultimate Avengers, they introduced another one. So if anybody, it would probably be Yelena, uh, since she's the most prevalent one and she was the original uh, replacement and everything. But, you know... Even if not her, there are other options. But yeah, and, and it's not unprecedented. So um it's hard to say. And, and and that's part of what's funny to me also is seeing how there are these reports coming out now that uh and these are these seem just wild speculation that they're trying to play off as like legitimate information. But that they're going to be trying to keep uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, and Ryan Reynolds away from each other in the MCU, and it's like I mean I don't see assuming that she's dead, you know, like I don't see how that's going to be so difficult. But who knows? It, that's hard to say. Uh, I mean, the, the MCU can go any which number of ways at any given time. So that pretty much brings an end to. Uh, my TED talk. Thank you. You say, who knows? And the answer is the shadow knows. I, Oh, trust me. I've, I've, uh, I actually did a uh, session with the, a group called uh, RG audio productions doing a, uh, live script reading over the radio of, uh, an episode of the shadow back in the day. Ooh. It, it was in celebration cool. of, uh, trying to think it was, uh, at, Kenosha specifically or Racine or what specific area where uh, Orson Welles uh, was originally from. Uh, they would do like a yearly celebration. And one of the years we did a, a reading of The Shadow. So, that is pretty awesome. Yeah. I played a blind street singer. So, yeah. Um, as far as... Well, you don't know what The Shadow is, you mean? It sounds like an Orson Welles book because I heard the name Orson Welles. So topic one, um, I mean, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. I've said, Jimquisition has said, Angry Joe has said, anyone with common sense has said the following in some way, shape or form. Everything Twitch does is just to cover up the smut that they are able to get away with selling. So if you just go by that logic, uh, I want to protect my bread and butter. This is literally a, a carbon copy of CYA policy. Now, for the kitties out there, CYA stands for cover your ass. Meaning, they want to make sure... Hey, Ryan, make sure you don't push the talk. Meaning, they want to make sure... I, I It doesn't work for me. Oh, shit. Yeah, we should figure that one out later. Um, Yeah, so basically, they just want to make sure or they want to be able to look like and reference material... In case some public figure or something says in some way, shape, or form, hey, uh, so we found out you run around here dirty as hell. What? No, we're squeaky clean. Here's our towel. Notice no stains. It's very Jeff Bezos of them. Now, for those who may or may not get the reference, uh, Bernie Sanders is always going after the billion-dollar companies because they never want their workers to live comfortably, and they try to use, for lack of a better term, social pillow talk to make it seem like they're doing all the things that they're not fucking doing. But if they did what they were supposed to do and what they're trying to claim and weren't lying, Bernie wouldn't be up their ass. And we all know it. If Bernie has a foot supplanted in your ass so long that it's basically been there, been sold there through surgery, you fucking up. We make all of our employees work 15 an hour, but then they can't always move up. You lie about that. They can't always get a permanent part-time or full-time shift. And then some of them are seasonal, even when they don't need to be seasonal because the entire area is working at full capacity. So then they have to literally get told, oh yeah, you were never going to have an option after their season is over to move up because nobody moved the fuck out. 
and a, and a host of other things. And the fact that if they're so peaceful and they want to work for their employees and they treat them like they treat their customers, why are you always trying to fight the concept of a union? Back in the day, working at Amazon was damn near a human rights violation. But <clears throat> we can go into that. We can go into that because that was all depending on what warehouse and factory you was in. These mugs wouldn't put AC in their own shit. But we can get into that another time. Um, that's all this is to me. They realize that the more popular they get, the more people who use their services or other social medias are genuinely going to take what they're doing and show everybody and expose them. But unlike most companies that get exposed, they're not doing damage control. They're playing the pretend game. If they were doing damage control, Amaranth would cease to exist. They would have hired Lord Beerus with some cheesecake and some bacon and mushroom pizza and said, hey, can you eat this thought? That's hilarious mental image. And he would have just said, Hakai thought. And that would have been the end of it. But no. So I'm just calling their bluff. They're being completely and totally shady. Fuck the bullshit. Now topic two. I know I'm going to have an unpopular opinion about this one. Let me just say that in advance. I think that they should be day and date. A digital card game, digital board game, and a physical card game and physical board game. But I would like it if the digital version, digital version <clears throat> came first. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, you, you just, you just muted out for like three seconds. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like the digital versions of all this shit should come first. And I'm going to tell you why a card game can flop. A board game can flop. Any product you release can flop it like it's hot potentially. But here's the thing. If you can sell your shit digitally, the chances of you having success physically dramatically increase. I don't know the exact metric and I'm not going to pretend to, but when's the last time anyone ever heard of a video game that did staggeringly well digital sales going physical and not being able to move hot shit? Never. Fucking never. So the way I look at it, the way I see it, if something flops, wasted paper, Wasted energy, a little bit of more pollution in the air. Yes, I get that paper is renewable, but it's not renewable immediately and instantaneously or anything like that. And it can be recycled. But here's the thing. You're still saving more money by a metric of I don't know, but you are going to do it if you start off digital or if you stay completely digital. Or if you have a game that can simulate or emulate a board game and card game, but it has a built-in timing ability, then you may not even be able to correctly translate your stuff into a physical uh, card game. For instance, I brought it up a few times, but I never really go into detail about how it plays. Capcom has a giant uh, card game made by Gung Ho called Teppin, but it uses nothing but their characters, right? It simulates a card game. Every time you open up deck or pack, it's cards, card references, but guess what? The cards attack each other every uh, eight seconds to 10 seconds. There's an attack and there's a counter attack. As long as the card is on the field, it's going to automatically, unless there's a status effect, go and try to hit the board slot across from it, whether it's empty or has a monster in there. You can't do a direct one-to-one -one translation of that with physical cards. If anything, it would be a board game mixed with a card game, which... Those exist, but here's the weird thing. Card board games are still called board games. I've never understood why that is, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, they still have the board. And they still have the cards, though. True, but if you think back on it, even Monopoly had cards. You're proving my point, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying cards can be an aspect of a board game. 
Yeah, and board in a, in a in a mat in a board or box can be an aspect of a card game. So why is it? Why are they not being called hybrids or something different? But again, that's neither here nor there. Um. So, the way I'm seeing it, I think that everything should start off digital, and if they do well, go physical. Because sometimes a good board game does well, but they don't even advertise or know it exists. I can tell you right now, I can call off at least possibly over uh, at least a triple digit number of Resident Evil fans. Now, of those hundred, if, if we lined up a hundred Resident Evil fans, how many of them do you know or you think are going to say they knew that there is a licensed Resident Evil card board game? I'd say maybe like 10 or 12. Exactly. There's a Resident Evil card game, did you say? If you want links, I'll send it to you. Anyways, and it's got expansions and shit and all of that nature. And Capcom did not make it. Capcom licensed it. Angry Joe made a Street Fighter board game. Capcom... Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Having a random disconnect issues. But to be fair, I was fucking with my Ethernet cable. I'm not used to having one of those flexi ports. I got a flexi port, apparently. Um, anyways. Capcom does not make the Resident Evil board game. Capcom doesn't make the digital Teppin card game. Capcom doesn't make the Angry Joe Street Fighter board game. They hired a company to do it. Or rather, so a company paid for the license. Capcom just gets a stake of the profits. But they don't even advertise it on their own fucking website. There's no commercials. You're lucky if you find a YouTube review. The game doesn't suck, apparently. But you still can't find shit. So anyways. I want things to start off digital. Because in case it flops or it fails to meet expectations, there's nothing to worry about. And on top of that, we save a lot of time, energy, and paper cost. But Zig, someone might lose their job. Bitch, no they don't. It's the paper industry. It sounds weird or punny, depending on who you ask, but you can recycle people in the paper industry. <laughs> oh, you used to cut down the trees or you used to be in the machines used to operate cutting down the trees? Okay. Well, now you're in the sawmill, sawing them down based on spe uh, specs uh, given to you for whoever paid you to get the wood. Oh, you used to just drive heavy machinery that uh, they don't use anymore for the trees or the logs because now they trim them down on site. Okay, well, guess what? Now you can run the truck or the van that's going to directly supply this material to local businesses or to a cargo facility for them to fucking transport wherever they got to go. Oh, you were on the low end of things and you were just in charge of making uh, toothpicks and shit? You're fine. You're not going anywhere. Your job's secured. Like, but yeah, you can recycle people. Um, now let's get into topic three. Uh, again, no, I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion. I don't want cell phones to replace mobile video gaming consoles, but I acknowledge it is a potential. There are some companies who, let's be honest, they just fucking stupid, and they've decided, well. Video games don't mean shit. We make PC games or MMOs Hash, only. Hashtag fuck Konami. Well, I was going to say Nexon and Neopal, but okay. Now, again, I don't think Nexon and Neopal are bad people. In fact, I tried working with them in the past, but their shit is so discombobulated when it comes to contacting people. It's fucking annoying. Their own American staff will not help you in any way, shape, or form, even if it's their job to be a liaison. But I'm not going to get into that because I'm just going to get salty as shit. Anyways. I think that the threat is always there. Because as a whole, as a whole, the amount of money shared between the cell phone, the major cell phone companies and the Google Play Store can equal or surpass video gaming industry as an entire whole. Yes, it is true that the video game industry is the most profitable thing ever, or whatever, however you want to look at it. 
as an industry. But here's the thing. Profit does not correlate with growth and profit does not correlate with you uh usable assets or usable financing. If I make a billion dollars in a year, but my company costs 900 million to operate, first off, I'm fucking up severely, but that means I only have a hundred million dollars to spend. A hundred million dollars is not going to take over the entirety of the video game market. But if me and three or four of my other homies decide we want to do it, what you think going to happen when we're all billion dollar companies? Everybody getting snatched. Microsoft has the backing of a billion dollar company and a billion dollar man. Okay. They can do those acquisitions they've been doing because they can afford it. And now Microsoft as a corporation trust them or rather they trust Phil Spencer and they love the staggering amount of profit that they're generating through the Xbox brand. So they're more willing to spend than what they used to. So that means Phil Spencer got more access to the best form of power in the video game industry money than he used to have. The only reason Microsoft hasn't bought Sony and Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo and Sony one they have, well, at least in Japanese side, they have a level of integrity that doesn't bow down to money. Nintendo has private investors and private shareholders. You would have to buy, you would have to get permission to buy into the company from Nintendo. However, there have been attempts at hostile takeovers and they fail for a reason because Nintendo will continuously resist internally. Microsoft's a little bit different. Sony inherently does not see themselves as a purchasable entity. Old presidents have said it. I don't know if the new CEO or whatever or head of, head of shareholders or whatever says it, but they've stated in the past they see themselves as a company that is independent. Meaning, they will not be owned by another motherfucker. So, it's a personality trait. But also, here's the thing you have to remember. Our country has monopoly laws. Microsoft, because they're an American-made and based company, they can't own Nintendo or Sony even if they wanted to because that would count as a monopoly. That would mean that Microsoft alone will be able to count for more than 50% of game, game systems. No matter who it is, they own more than 50% of the market. But here's the thing about cell phones. You can run video games on them already through emulation, which means that if someone just decided, you know what, we're just going to make all of our shit, every single Indian, every single... We'll say less than triple A studio, which of the, of which there are a lot decided we're only going to put our shit on cell phones. The big three are going to feel that. Sony has already tried bridging the gap between a cell phone device and a, a gaming system. Of course, these things show up and die as quickly as they come. And like everything Sony does, they act like it didn't happen. PSP. They even put movies on that bitch. Why? Why? Why indeed? The Xperia phone. It was literally a cell phone and a PSP put together. Then they couldn't kill off the hackers. So they made the PSP go. Hackers hacked that shit so bad it wasn't even funny. And in record time. God, that's a name I haven't heard in so long. I'm trying to think if I heard the name PS Go as, like, within a month that the thing was released. God, I feel old now. <laughs> and fucking... I'm forgetting one. Oh, yeah. The one that was actually doing okay and it was actually getting games on it didn't even make it 10 goddamn years. And they decided, you know what? Fuck your whole library. Fuck your new games is coming out. 
oh, we're just going to let you guys not be able to submit new games, period, in general. Bitch, you made it so the PlayStation 4 could use the PS Vita as a controller, or it could use it as a remote play device. There was your market right there. You took a game system, and now you've also converted it into a controller. And then they killed it, stupidly. Without warning, literally. I have to go make sure I can go get the misadventures of Tron Bond at some point. Because I don't know if I fucking can. And a physical copy? Bro, it's over $500. It's over $500! Fuck that. Exactly. They don't want people to torrent. They don't want people to emulate. But you want us to lose access to shit because you feel like it. And because they feel... And because they feel like, oh, those games are old and ugly, and why would somebody want to play them? I'm glad you brought up that fuckboy. Yeah. Somebody who was in who shouldn't have been in the position that they're in. It's that fuckboy. So I'm just sitting up here like I genuinely do not under fucking stand. You're not gonna sell it back to us. Virtually. But you cut off our ability to purchase it. But then once you acknowledge you're going to do that. You don't give it to us. But then you get mad. And get so happy. When somebody fucking. Oh my God. You get so happy and mad. When somebody. Gets access to it. Or modifies it and then shows people that that's what they were doing on YouTube. That game hasn't even been available digitally for 10 years. Peep this. I'm going to tell you something real quick. From 1999, it's Japanese release date, July 22. The Misadventure Shrine Bond. It's been hard to find. Literally within the first 12 months of it coming out in every region it was released. Japan, North America, Europe, or the EU, right? Now peep this one. They did a re-release because it sold so well. Only in Japan. You know how they did the PlayStation Best Of and the game is permanently $20? Yeah, yeah. That didn't drop in North America. So we only got one distribution. And then, and that was in 2000, a year later. But guess what? For the next 14 years, it was nowhere. It didn't get on the PlayStation Network store, and that's in Japan, until 2014. We didn't get it till 2015. Almost nine to eight months later. On the PlayStation Network store. And now, that shit just about straight up going missing. Because you know how Capcom works when it comes to Mega Man. They're still salty and holding and just being butthurt about Mega Man Legends. But they'll go and re-release Mega Man Zero. Mega Man X Collection, Mega Man ZX co- Zero, or Mega Man Zero Collection, and apparently there at some point in time there's going to be a Mega Man Battle Network Collection, or it already came out. But they're specifically skipping Mega Man Legends and Mega Man Re- Legends related shit because they just want to be butthurt. I won't get into the semantics about that. Everyone just go look up the cancellation or the mysterious cancellation of Mega Man Legends 3, and you'll know. What's going on at that point? I, I feel you on that. I will say right now, considering it's the anniversary year for uh, Mega Man Battle Network, I w- it would make more sense for them to do a collection of that now. But yeah, beyond that, I, I totally get you. Uh, dude, the the breath, the brevity of the Mega Man data size combined can fit on one Blu-ray disc. They don't even have to divide it. They want to divide it. Literally... Mega Man 1, everything all the way up to Mega Man X8, the most recent entry, can fit on one Blu-ray disc. And still have space left over. It's on purpose because they want money. But you see what I mean. They didn't even think to do this until the PlayStation 5 came out? Bro, people would have bought these collections back on the PlayStation 2 They've released Mega Man X collections like four times at this point. The only thing that they consistently release collections on is Street Fighter, 
God, always Street Fighter. And 2D Mega Man games. Of course, Street Fighter. It's one of their biggest things. Yes, we know. They like cocaine. So, Street Fighter and Mega Man. But here's the thing. Every Street Fighter from four backwards can fit on one disc. Every Mega Man game, period, can fit on one disc. But they always go out of their way to leave out Legends. But they'll put them in the crossover games. I wasn't expecting Tron Bond to come back in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. You know why? Because they just put Mega Man, Legends Mega Man, Volnut Mega Man, in Tatsunoko vs. Capcom with zero. Literally almost the entire Capcom cast of Tatsunoko vs. Capcom came over into, Mega, uh, into the Marvel vs. Capcom games, except for like two characters, Mega Man Volnut and that girl whose name I can't remember because she was in a, a romance game Capcom made. And and Batsu and Batsu and Light or not not Light that's the other one and the Monster Hunter robot thing and uh, that's not Monster Hunter. Oh, I thought I thought oh oh Lost Planet. My bad, my bad. Lost Planet. There. I think it's called uh, that thing. Sorry, I never played either game, so I genuinely couldn't remember. Um, I, I, even when I was saying it, I'm like Monster Hunter doesn't sound right, but it's the only thing I could think of at the time. Yeah, that and roll and th th there were several characters from the the Capcom side that didn't make it to MVC three. Just saying, you're welcome. I I wish though I will say for the record and then I'll drop it that I really wish they had brought that version of Frank West into MVC three because he was one of my favorite characters to play in that fucking game and then in M and and dressed up as Mega Man X. Why did they take that out? Exactly. It's one of the best parts of the whole game. They put it in as a as his uh, DLC costume in MVC3. But uh, and by that, I mean ultimate, obviously. But, you know, I don't feel like clarifying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they and then they added that stupid combo and like take the picture system to power him up and just made him super uncomfortable to play. And, and uh, it just killed it for me. I wanted so much to have him as one of my mains and. Uh, I, I couldn't do it anymore. He was—he just felt awful to play as all of a sudden. That's it for me on that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Anyways, um... <clears throat> excuse me. Alright, so... I can't even fucking... I legit... I don't think I can, dude. I don't even know how to pull up PlayStation Three games on the uh, the PlayStation Store. You have to go onto it on the PS Three to do it. Well, I'm hooking up my PS Three tonight. I think the shit's like seven bucks apparently, but I, I was trying to buy it on the PlayStation Store website, but they won't fucking let you. Yep, because it, you can't access it anymore. Fucking stupid, yeah. I can buy a PlayStation 4 game from my computer. I can buy a PlayStation 5 game from my computer. But you're telling me that I can't buy a PS3 or a Vita game digitally, even though you're letting me know that's the only way I can buy some of these games. Maybe people weren't using the virtual store as much because you fucking cut off access on the internet. Goddamn. Oh my fucking... Ugh. I'm give myself a headache. I'm gonna give myself a headache. Let me stop. Anyways, um, I think that they have the capacity, just to summarize, I think they have the capacity to erase video game systems that are portable or mobile. But the odds of them collectively coming together and doing it practically non-existent because as we know, big corporations don't like to play well together unless it's a synergy situation, meaning that they help each other's industry out but they don't actually interfere with each other's business. And if they don't allow you to vertical integrate, then we just with you until we get a better deal. So with that type of unfortunately sociopathic logic of capitalism in the free market, it's not going to happen. But I'm not going to tell you that it can't happen. That aside, 
Topic four. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not getting rid of Black Widow. They're either going to have White Widow be Black Widow or they're going to have her just be called White Widow. Because Yelena Belova, if I'm saying it right, she is not a temp, if you catch my drift. She's not one of those characters who's only important at one particular point in time in life or in a story, like a background extra, or, you know, happy, which was weird because nobody fucking knows, no rich person knows their limo driver that way and calls them happy and basically has them being a glorified babysitter. Don't get me wrong. I actually fucking love John Favreau as a person, let alone a director and writer. I love John Favreau, but his level of involvement was practically unnecessary in front of the screen. I want him to direct as much shit as possible for Marvel, but in front of the screen, he was never given a character who was going to be extremely important. He's a supporting role. I get that. But even then, they forgot he was a supporting role until very, very recently when he started doing really, really good with Star Wars shit. He shows up in Iron Man 1. Then after that, Basically nothing I can remember. Iron Man 2. Then you get to uh, Spider-Man. He actually has more than a paragraph of lines. And he contributed to the story. And he helped move the plot along. Then you get to Endgame. You can have all the hamburgers you want. Motherfucker, you're a limo driver. Why are you at the funeral? Would he not? I like happy. I'm glad I'm and pun intended. Fuck it. I'm happy. I got to see more of happy, <laughs> but the way it was handled was very, very, it seems almost forced. Like they wanted to do a cameo, but realize he's a little bit more important than he can be made more important than the cameos. And, hey, fuck it. Let's do it. He's a cool guy. I'm okay with that. But, I don't know. We barely get to see the Avengers all together and they act like they're supporting characters. The supporting characters, as you know, in an Avengers film, no matter how important or how many lines they had, if you're in a, a, not a super and you're in an Avengers movie, you get in a paragraph and that's going to be it. I totally get it. I'm okay with that. But I want to see them use their supporting characters more like they're going to do with Yelena Belova because technically Yelena Belova is a super. But if you stop and think about it, she is basically damn near a sidekick for the most part. So I would love to see a sidekick come in and do their job. And as we all know, Yelena Belova, or at least by Google, Yelena Belova legitimately is the replacement, albeit in the comics temporarily, of Natasha. So yeah, I see her replacing her. Because first off, no one ever said Black Widow's character was gone. The avatar of Black Widow is no longer in existence. Same with Iron Iron no, no, not unlike Iron Man. And the internet's back. Unlike Iron Man. So someone else can be Black Widow. I'm cool with that. Her contract's over. She had a very good send-off. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say with that. So you, you guys got any closing thoughts or final statements? James, are you still awake? I'm still here. Get used to us saying that. We're going to do that every single episode you show up in. Well, I, for a final statement, uh, fuck Konami. And fuck Capcom too, I guess. Uh, in closing, I guess I will say, I honestly don't know that I would agree that uh, Black Widow got such a great send-off, considering uh, we didn't really see her funeral now, did we? Oh! Ooh. I have to retract my statement. He is fucking right. He's fucking right. 
it's maybe they passed on it because we knew that this like RDJ wasn't coming back for another movie, but uh, Scar Joe was. Maybe that's about the best justification I can come up with off the top of my head. Otherwise, the segment mm. in the Black Widow movie is the funeral that we missed. It, it's altogether possible. Mm, I mean, they, in the trailers, they show the death, so you know they. I, I can't imagine that they won't do something to address things. Bro, they even brought it up right before the final battle. Like, I saw her, man. I saw her. But they wouldn't let me bring her back. It's like, they obviously, dude, they feel for her. Yeah. Yeah, he fell asleep. Oh, well, he missed his chance. All right. With that being said, this has been another exciting episode of Token Games Podcast. James, James! closing lines because he fell asleep and stopped paying attention. I will see you guys when I see you guys. <laughs>